0: We look forward to visits with psychologist Mike Mayer, who joins us regularly. Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, David. Hope you're doing well, too.
0: I'm doing well. Looking forward to this topic. I didn't get the study guide nor the syllabus for this, so I'm not sure I'm ready with my lessons. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll have, to, I'll have to wing it. I don't like coming to class unprepared. Life lessons. Are you willing to learn new things about life? Tell us about this.
1: I like this topic. Uh, I, I hope we're willing to learn new things. You know, sometimes we maybe we aren't. Mm. But um, anyway, I was reading an article on Psych Today, and, they, and it was entitled 16 Life Lessons. But don't, I'm not going to give you 16 today. I'm going to give you three that I selected, three little short stories about people by different authors, which I think you will enjoy. So I'm going to jump right in. All right. The first life lesson, it's entitled Expect the Unexpected and Make Peace With It. Life is Unpredictable. And this is by Tony Bernhard. And she goes on to say, expect the unexpected, and when that unexpected is not to your liking, but you cannot change it, make peace with it. Hmm. Makes sense. Fifteen years ago, an unexpected happened to her, or to me, she says, a seemingly acute viral infection turned into a chronic illness. And she was on the faculty at University of California Davis School of Law at the time. This unexpected turn forced me to trade the classroom and the world outside for life inside my house, often in bed. I was angry and filled with self-blame. It took Tony years to realize that the battle she was waging against what she could not change was only adding mental anguish to the physical suffering. So she looked at the unpredictable nature of life and... The lack of control over much that happens and she realized it wasn't easy to confront these facts head-on but in the end it was liberating to her and that's the secret it became liberating it changed the focus of her attention from what her life had once been to how it was now yes. and this enabled her to build a new life and you know what she did with it she began to she said I have to do something um, she looked at the possibilities in, in life that she did have, and that's the key. She looked at the possibilities she did have. She began to study classical music, started growing bonsai trees indoors, hmm. and began to write about the chronic pain to help others. It gave life a purpose. So that's
0: oh, wow, wow. one life. Yeah, I, I think I've already failed. You might as well just go ahead and, <laughs> and, and, and dismiss me from the... That's a tough one because, you know, we hear people doing things like that, and we think, wow, their power and their resolve, you say, would I have that if I were in the same situation? Well, you'd hope so, but I mean, I unless you so. face that, you don't know. That's a tough one, though. That is really a good one.
1: Yeah, and you know, and, and I looked at that, and I asked myself the same question. Mm-hmm. I mean, she really uh, put a lot into that and, and looked for a purpose in life. Yeah. Second one. Okay. I like this one. Stop worrying now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Worry is not only futile, it poisons the present. And this is by Carl Andrew Pillamer. He states, hmm. I am a world class worrier. <laughs> At least he admits it. Give me some free mental space and I can fill it easily with concerns, large and small. So, over the last 10 years, this author um, has been interviewing hundreds of older people about the advice they would like to pass on to younger people. One question he asked was, what can young people do to avoid having uh, regrets in later years? And he expected to hear from these older people that they would mention big-ticket items like affairs, don't have affairs, or or don't get into a shady business deal. Mm -hmm. But instead, they recommended to stop worrying. (laughs) From the vantage point of late life, these older people felt that if given a do-over – They would like to have all the time back they spent poisoning the present moment with fruitless rumination about the future. In their view, life is just too short to waste it by worrying about events we cannot control. Now, when the author starts down the rabbit hole of mindless rumination about problems big and small, he thinks of the 1,500 grandparents yelling at him, Worry, waste your precious
0: lifetime, <laughs> so stop it. You've got to listen to your grandparents. <laughs> oh, my right. gosh, uh, that's cool. All right. That's, and the third one, don't just look, observe. Uh huh.
1: Words are not necessarily enough for understanding, and this is by Joe Navarro. When Joe's family fled Cuba as exiles in 1959 and came to the United States, it was difficult for Joe. Not knowing English was a hindrance, but also a blessing because it taught joe to observe not just to look but to observe joe had many questions who likes me who will hurt me who should i avoid what is too close when talking what is too loud whom should i have whom should i hang around with so to get some answers to these questions joe had to rely on a universal language one he had encountered before in cuba body language no matter what people said joe knew he could rely on nonverbal communication to guide him. Early on, Joe began to observe and catalog what people felt, thought, intended, or desired through their nonverbal communication, which I think is an awesome piece. It also helped Joe later in his career as an FBI special agent, uh-huh. a yeah. job that is primarily people watching. Mm-hmm. So with those, I think those, those are good, and those have, have a lot to tell us. Mm-hmm. And these are just a few, and many of us have life lessons. Yes. Do we listen to them and use them to make our personal life more fulfilling? You know, I'd love to hear from the listeners any of their life lessons. And if we get enough of them, if I get enough, I can do a program. Just like this one. Yeah,
0: that'd be fun to hear a, a future program, you uh, sharing life lessons that people have shared with you. How do they do that?
1: They can do that by emailing me at M M A Y E R one O one Nine at AOL.com.
0: All right. M Mayor, M-A-Y-E-R one O nine. One oh one nine. One oh, 19 at AOL.com. All right.
1: And then if they have touched their name and want me to mention their name, I I will. But if they don't, I won't because it's not necessary to have a
0: name. Respect what the wishes are of the one who would share. We're going to observe, not worry, and when unpredictability comes, we'll look for the possibilities in that setting. That's good. Thanks, Dr. Mayer. Thank you, David.